0: A reading from the book of Isaiah, chapter 49, verses 1 to 7. Listen to me, O coastlands. Pay attention, you peoples from far away. The Lord called me before I was born. While I was in my mother's womb, he named me. He made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand, he hid me. He made me a polished arrow. In his quiver he hid me away. And he said to me, You are my servant, Israel, in whom I will be glorified. But I said, I have labored in vain. I have spent my strength for nothing in vanity. Yet surely my cause is with the Lord, and my reward with God. And now the Lord says, Who formed me in the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him, and that Israel might be gathered to him for I am honored in the sight of the Lord, and my God has become my strength, he says. It is too light a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the survivors of Israel. I will give you as a light to the nations that my salvation may reach to the end of the earth. Thus says the Lord, the Redeemer of Israel and His Holy One, to one deeply despised, abhorred by the nations, the slave of rulers, kings shall see and stand up, princes, and they shall prostrate themselves because of the Lord who is faithful, the Holy One of Israel, who has chosen you. A reading from the book of John, chapter 12, verses 20 to 36. Now, among those who went up to worship at the festival were some Greeks. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and said to him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew, and then Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. "'This voice has come for your sake, not for mine. "'Now is the judgment of this world. "'Now the ruler of this world will be driven out. "'And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, "'will draw all people to myself.' "'He said this to indicate the kind of death he was to die. "'The crowd answered him, "'We have heard from the law that the Messiah remains forever.' How can you say that the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is the Son of Man? Jesus said to them, The light is with you for a little longer. Walk while you have the light, so that the darkness may not overtake you. If you walk in darkness, you do not know where you are going. While you have the light, believe in the light, so that you may become children of light. After Jesus said this, he departed and hid from them. Tuesday brings us one step closer to the revelation of the mystery of God's glory. Many humans have a natural urge to seek a little glory. When they get talked about, they want people to put some respect on their names. Some seek glory through the accumulation of wealth and power or information some seek glory through fame and influence. You can find an Instagram channel called Influencers in the Wild, keeping tabs on all of the silly situations people get themselves into, trying to just get a few more followers and a few more likes. Glory seekers like to put their names on things. They have their own pews, their own gymnasiums, or academic halls. They've got their own hotel chains. There's a famous poem called Ozymandias that illustrates that no matter how great the man or the empire, the wheel of history ultimately crushes every vain monument into powder. Yet historically, conquest and glory and battle has been on the top 10 list of glory seekers. It's no small wonder, then, when Jesus is telling his folks that he's come, that God might be glorified, that they are not immediately able to understand exactly what he means. They had just seen Jesus ride into town uh, on a donkey, which looks a lot like what Roman officers and generals would do when they entered a city, ride in with a big procession. And Jesus coming on a donkey would look like he was mocking them. The fact that it was a fulfillment of the prophecy of Zechariah, here's your, your, your king riding humble on a donkey, was just a coincidence. So many of the people in Jerusalem might have honestly believed that Jesus was coming to overthrow the Roman government. And take their land back, take their country back. Jesus was going to make Israel great again. Surely that's what he means when he says he will be glorified. What else could he mean? Jesus says, I'm not here to be your emperor. I'm here to show you that God can be your friend, be your brother and savior. I'm not here to say Israel first. I'm here to make Israel a light to the nations. Glory that never dies comes through the sacrifice I'm going to make for you. It comes from a love that is deep and universal. And now is the hour of that glory. He says, very truly, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it just just remains a single grain. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Jesus knows that through his death at the hands of a government that has oppressed his people for generations, God will bring true glory. When Jesus was arrested, one of his followers cut off someone's ear and Jesus stopped him. He proved that he wasn't who he thought he was. That was the moment he should have given the order to strike and instead he gets led off in chains. So it wouldn't surprise me in the least if the same crowds who celebrated him on Palm Sunday shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna to the son of David, now feel betrayed. It wouldn't surprise me in the least that if the same people who were hooping and hollering for Jesus one Sunday were shouting crucify the next, because after all, a week can change things. Peace and grace to you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Nicholas Joyner coming to you as that Online. Thank you for joining with me this morning, this afternoon, this night. Whenever you happen to be hearing the sound of my voice, know that God is with you. Be sure to check back every day for a new reflection designed to feed your soul. Amen.